Hello. This is your daily dose of news from On Manorama. I am your host Susan Jo Philip and these are the major news stories of the day. We start with the news from Kerala. In the sensational case of a murder of a Latvia woman tourist, the court has decided to pronounce sentence tomorrow. Average turnout as phase 2 of Gujarat Assembly polls continues. Supreme Court refuses plea for removing wrong historical facts on Taj Mahal. Indonesia's Mount Semeru eruption buries homes and damages bridge. Covid confusion in China as authorities roll back curbs. Now, let's get into the details. The Tiruvannathapuram first additional sessions court on Monday asked the accused in the Latvian woman's murder case whether they know their actions deserve capital punishment. The court will announce the quantum of their punishment tomorrow though it was earlier reported to be pronounced today. The court on Friday had found both Udayan and Umesh guilty of all major charges lapped on them including murder, rape, destruction of evidence and the use of psychotropic substances to trap the victim. The accused and their lawyers requested the court to let them leave considering their age but when asked whether they regret their actions they remained silent. The victim's sister who had identified the body and was the first to depose before the court during the trial could not watch the court proceedings live on Friday owing to a technical snag. An average water turnout of 19.17% was recorded in the first 3 hours of polling on Monday in the second phase of Gujarat Assembly elections in 93 seats across 14 districts of north and central regions the election commission said. Prime Minister Narendra Modi, Union Home Minister Amit Shah, Gujarat Chief Minister Bhupendra Patel and Uttar Pradesh Governor Anandiben Patel were among the early voters who exercised their franchise at different booths in Ahmedabad. The electoral fate of Chief Minister Bhupendra Patel and 832 other candidates including 285 independent nominees will be decided in the second phase. Voting began at 8 a.m. across 14,975 polling stations. Till 11 a.m., Chota Udaipur district recorded the highest turnout at 22.33 percent. In Ahmedabad, it stood at 16.81 percent, the lowest among 14 districts. The election commission said in its latest update, Vadodara recorded 19.13 percent voting. It said the Supreme Court on Monday declined to entertain a plea which sought the removal of alleged wrong historical facts in connection with the Taj Mahal's construction. from the history books a bench of justices mr shah and ct ravi kumar told the petitioner that the pils are not meant for a fishing inquiry we are not here to reopen history let history continue the writ petition is dismissed as withdrawn said the bench asking the petitioner to make a representation before the archaeological survey of india the apex court made these observations while hearing a plea filed by sujit singh yadav The petitioner had moved the Supreme Court seeking direction to the center to remove the alleged wrong historical facts from history books and textbooks in connection with the construction of the Taj Mahal. The petitioner also sought directions to the ASI to conduct an inquiry to determine the age of the 17th century monument which is a UNESCO World Heritage site, clarifying that it has not expressed anything on the merits. The top court said The petitioner is granted liberty to make representation to the ASI. 
The plea contended that it is extremely strange why all the court chroniclers of Shah Jahan have not mentioned the name of the architect of this magnificent mausoleum. The plea argued that this quite clearly indicates that the mansion of Raja Man Singh was not demolished but only modified and renovated to create the current look of the Taj Mahal. Improved weather conditions on Monday allowed rescuers to resume evacuation efforts and a search for possible victims after the highest volcano on Indonesia's most densely populated island erupted, triggered by monsoon rains. Mount Semeru in Lumajang district in East Java province spewed thick volumes of ash more than 1,500 meters into the sky on Sunday. Villages and nearby towns were blanketed with falling ash blocking out the sun, but no casualties have been reported. Heavy rains had eroded and finally collapsed the lava dome atop the 3,676-meter volcano, causing an avalanche of blistering gas and lava down its slope towards a nearby river. Searing gas raced down the sides of the mountains, motoring entire villages and destroying a bridge that had just been rebuilt after a powerful eruption last year. A patchwork easing of the world's toughest COVID-19 curbs saw confusion across China on Monday, spurring hopes for more clarity as officials shift tone on the dangers posed by the coronavirus in the wake of last month's unprecedented protests. Three years into the pandemic, China's zero-tolerance measures from shutting its borders to stifling lockdowns provide a stark contrast with the rest of the world, which has largely opened up in its efforts to live with the virus. The strict approach has battered the world's second-largest economy, put mental strain on hundreds of millions, and last month prompted the biggest show of public discontent in mainland China since President Xi Jinping took power in 2012. Although the protests largely petered out amid a heavy police presence across major cities, in their wake, numerous regional authorities have announced some relaxations of lockdowns, quarantine rules and testing requirements. That brings us to the end of this episode. Follow on Manorama.com for detailed updates on the latest news and be sure to come back tomorrow. As always, thanks for listening to Daily News Dose. 